Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. What's up, guys and gals? Before we start the RSL show, there has been a update, uh, literally minutes before uploading this episode. The League's Cup match will happen on Thursday, August 3rd. Sorry, we were so confident that it was the 4th because that's the information that we initially heard from the club. So in this episode, when we talk, I talk, about the Club Leon match, I'm going to be referencing Friday and saying the match is on Friday. It is not on Friday. As of five minutes ago, it's not on Friday. I don't want to go back and re-record. So just uh, take note. Uh, Don't be confused. Per RSL Communications and League's Cup Communications to make everything linear linear with TV scheduling, uh, the match will be held on Thursday, August 3rd, I imagine the same time. I'm just not going to say a time because things can change. I don't know. It's all confusing. Whatever. The match is on Thursday. I say Friday this episode. This is heads up to not get confused. All right. Let's start the episode. Yo, what's up? This is Andy Munoz from the RSL show on KSL Sports. A little solo episode back to the basics. Uh, We are not joined today by Alex Napolis, Josh Clark, or Isaac Munoz, but we're here to briefly break down uh, some of the news, rumors, results dropping around Real Salt Lake, some talk around the league, some updates on the League's Cup, and... Uh, the match to come versus Club Leon on Friday the 4th, uh, which has been confirmed. If there was any confusion whether that game was on the 3rd or the 4th, it is 100%. Friday the 4th, you can buy your tickets now. Cool. So, let's kick this one off. Uh, we're going to be talking first about the news that came out from Tom Bogert uh, referencing a new signing for the MLX Next Pro Team, Real Salt Lake. Well, I guess that would be the Monarchs. Uh, Tom Bogart tweeted just a few days ago, sources, Real Salt Lake sign highly rated. 
U.S. Youth National Team midfielder Sean Petrie, uh, deal with RSL second team in MLX Next Pro. Uh, Petrie 16 was with the Barca AZ Academy. He trained at Barcelona's famed La Masia Academy this year and trialed with Sporting CP as well. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's a new addition. Uh, that is an impressive signing. Uh, 16-year-old training with Barcelona's academy, tries out, you know, trying out for a uh, major club, Sporting Club de Portugal, and uh, currently, well, not currently, but in the past, suited up for the United States U16 national team. Uh, that was this year, 2023, and uh, did have a goal on his debut. So, more signings, more things to come from Real Salt Lake. Pretty exciting, if you ask me. Obviously, we're seeing an amazing uh, run of form with Real Salt Lake, with the exception of the matchup versus Monterey, which a lot of us thought we were going to pull a result, and we were quickly humbled, and uh, we just did not. I don't know if saying showing up is the best uh, way to say that, because I don't know. When you when you look at the roster and you look at the lineup, there were some questions in there for me. Uh, one of them was Hidalgo, and then obviously having Gavin Beaver starting. But later in this episode, you're going to hear from uh, Pablo Mastroini in the post-match conference where he talks about why those decisions were made, how he adjusted tactically, and then also uh, why he has the confidence in Gavin Beaver's in quote-unquote big games like these. Overall, watching League's Cup has been a lot of fun, a lot of golazos, a lot of, I don't know if you want to say breakout talent, but a lot of players from both leagues just kind of stepping up and making some big plays to you know, put their teams in a better position to advance. Uh, so if you have been watching and following League's Cup, I think you will know what I'm talking about. A lot of great goals. I want to talk about uh, specifically... Bebelo, Emmanuel Reynoso from Minnesota United, uh, just had some incredible goals the other night. Had a set piece free kick that just curved into the top right bins. Highlights everywhere, all over Major League Soccer. And, you know, Real Salt Lake has had the, their glimpses. They've had their showouts and their showcases of uh, beautiful moments in this tournament. But against Monterey, unfortunately, uh, we fell flat, and I do want to wait until we have the full team, full squad, full lineup to really break that down and to assess that. But the consensus online, at least from Real Salt Lake fans, is that y- we just were outplayed. We were just kind of outmatched. Um, clearly, Monterey is a club that has a lot of spend, a lot of talent, has won that league multiple times and so for them to come and play a Real Salt Lake team who has never really experienced that kind of competition at least for a while um, it was I wouldn't say it was expected but it was I don't know it just wasn't surprising uh, that we went down and ultimately that was the result 3-0 versus a Monterey did we want things to be different Absolutely. We would love love to get our revenge. If you uh, follow the RSL show, we were tweeting out some stuff, uh, sharing some videos on Instagram. 
gladiator themed. Hope you guys enjoyed those. But overall, like I said, uh, you guys didn't really react to this one negatively. In fact, um, this is probably the first time that I've seen Real Salt Lake fans just kind of accept a loss for what it is and really embrace that quote unquote on to the next one mentality. With that being said, before we hear from Pablo Mastroini, uh, I'm going to read some of the tweets uh, that Alex Napolis put out. He asks, All good things must come to an end, including the unbeaten streak. RSL outplayed by Monterey in League's Cup, 0-3. Really unlucky to be shut out. Which is true. Pause. There were a lot of good opportunities in this match. And had we even just pulled back one, I would have been... Super impressed, but that's just the way football is. Sometimes you get, sometimes you get all of your uh, attempts to go in. Sometimes you have zero out of three. It's just it's tough, and I think that this was a tough. It was a tough result. Let's just say that. Uh, Alex writes: They now wait for their fate. Uh, Monterey versus Seattle matchup on Sunday, which affected us positively. Seattle, oh my god. Seattle Sounders. 0-2 within what? The first five minutes, I believe? From beautiful goals. The Ladero free kick. My goodness, in the second minute. And then I think uh, Jordan Morris had the second goal. But we saw that team just completely fall apart. And for Monterey to come back and beat the Sounders 4-2. From a from a zero two deficit, basically, is is another testament as to why this team Monterey is great, and why I think they're going to go far in this competition. I think for me, they're kind of the favorites, uh, aside from maybe Tigres to win the competition. Just tremendous talent, just a team that is meshing well, that uh, clearly has so much experience in playing together, and. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, that was a great result. Great result. We weren't expecting that at all. And great result in favor of Monterey, helping Real Salt Lake, helping us advance, helping us get more soccer in just a few days. So shout out Monterey. We gave them a shout out on Twitter. And ironically, their fans are all over it, man. They're loving it. We, we tweeted, thank you, Monterey, the best team in Liga MX. Uh, we tweeted it in Spanish, and I think it has like 198 likes, uh, almost 200 likes in like the first 12 hours, which is pretty good for us. Anyways, uh, Alex wanted to know your thoughts on the match, so let's read a few of those real quick. So Scott OCD Shaggy says, glad Vera and Oviedo struggled all night. Unlucky not to get a goal. RSL on to the next. That's exactly what I said. The the, the fans are embracing this on to the next mentality tanner um tanner j Plummer writes terrible performance that was rough to watch did rsl get exposed tonight did tonight prove that they can't hang with liga mx teams um no i don't think that they got exposed i think Monterey's just a better side a tougher side uh, like i said top three in their league um if not first and uh when you don't play these teams weekly and you can't identify the talent on the field, you don't you don't know who's the goal scorer, you don't know who's quick, um, things can start to go pretty rough. And uh, 
Pablo says that. So I kind of stole that comment from him. You'll hear that in the end. Um, did tonight prove that they can't hang with Liga MX? No, dude. Um, if you watch the competition, uh, there are plenty of Liga MX teams just getting their asses handed to them by uh, MLS sides, the weaker of MLS sides. And so uh, just taking in the competition as a whole, it's, you know, we, we, we were just unfortunate to uh, pair up with Monterey so early. But I think that if there's a chance that we do pair up with them again, like let's say like in a quarter or a semi, um, it's going to go better for us because we're going to experience how they play. And I think that Seattle, for the most part, um, they had to have observed how how Monterey played against Real Salt Lake and made adjustments. And to come out so hot like that 2-0 was fantastic. It was amazing by the Sounders, just handling them. I was so happy. But then... We, we all know what happened. They just fizzled out and uh, had four uncontested goals, four unanswered goals. Uh, to I would say that's probably the... I don't know if it's the biggest loss in the League's Cup right now as of like as of this tournament, but I would say that it's it's probably one of the biggest, like the biggest comebacks. For sure, I would have to say. I haven't seen any scorelines or, or have heard of any other teams that were up 2-0 on a Mexican side and then came back and lost 4-2. Um, so, Tanner, I'd have to disagree with you on that, dude. Uh, Real Salt Lake, we're a strong side, man. Just the pairing with Monterey, not in our favor. Chris Nagel uh, created a few chances. They couldn't convert and had a poor showing from the back line. Oviedo and Vera were very poor and Glad scored the own goal. Moose showing how valuable he is with Rubio having a striker. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of missed opportunities here. Uh, one player that stood out to me as not having the best performance was Justin Glad, and like I said, we're going to cover that a little bit better. But I think that after the own goal, he probably could have gotten in his own head. I want to say the other two goals uh, were... They, they either involved Justin Glad or Justin Glad wasn't marking... And it was just a, I don't know, it was like a collapse of Justin Glad. And I don't want to put the entire blame on Glad, but it seemed like from the moment that that own goal happened, uh, shit just went sideways. All right, uh, Seeluff Redleg. We just got outplayed, thrown off what we do best. There's a reason why Rayados is a top-tier club. Yeah, excellent take, man. Um, I think you hit it on the nail. Uh, that's just what happened. It's just, it's like, uh, I don't know. It's it's like you're swinging up in, in a weight division, right? It's like you just barely cut weight, you made weight. And here's this dude who's been in this weight class all along, just ready to rock you. And we, we just were not ready for it. Uh, Kevin Acosta says, felt like the team was out of alignment. Maybe not having Demir and Silva on the bench or on the field through the feng shui off. Was expecting more. The Glad OG might have been the start of the downhill mess. Hoping Monterey stomp Seattle. This isn't the RSL we know and love. Yeah, Kevin, it's a good assessment. Um, have to agree with, you know, Justin Glad just kind of having a, a lapse. Or I, don't, I don't know what it, it what Maybe it's nerves, right? Uh, he probably understood what this game meant and, and just maybe cracked under pressure. Um, hoping Monterey stomps Seattle. Yep, you got your wish, Kevin. So thanks for putting that out. 
this isn't the RSL we know and love. Yeah, it was a tough one, but uh, I think I think they're going to be ready for Leon. Uh, Leon also is a great team, um, so hopefully they can take what they learned from uh, Monterey and uh, maybe apply it. As the competition starts to get a little bit tighter and we start advancing more in rounds, you're going to start to see the best of Liga Mekis. You're going to see Club America run circles around other MLS teams like they did St. Louis City. If you guys watched that game, man, was that a soccer clinic. Um, so yeah, there's some ferocious talent and you know, a lot of people are saying that the playing field is kind of level, but I don't know. Uh, I really don't know. It's the, these teams, these top Liga Mekis teams are talented and it's hard to deny that uh, just their level of play can be a little better than the MLS top tier teams. And that's coming from somebody who loves Major League Soccer. If you disagree with that, tweet at me, RSL Show, or at uh, AndyX Create. Give me a piece of your mind. Russell Grez says, Monterey Press was the difference. Made RSL look really sloppy. RSL created the chances they needed, uh, but couldn't finish. Yeah. Uh, That's exactly how it went down and you can start to see some of the frustration from players like chicho who are wanting to finish and just pull one back and claim vengeance for the state of utah and for what happened to us in the Concacaf final but soccer's unlucky and sometimes it goes that way uh quinn says rubin is awful rubin ruby rubin listen was that a snuff of a turn and a shot? Yes, it was a great opportunity. Ruby Rubin, I think, on a good day would finish that. Uh, don't forget that we were just praising this dude for a similar turn and a similar goal. So again, it's unlucky. I can't... Personally, I'm not going to say anything bad about Ruby or Rubin. I know that there's uh, areas to improve, and you guys have been super vocal about it. I'm just not in the mood to shit on Ruby or Rubin right now. Uh, this was a this was a team loss. It was a team loss. So I know we want to pin it on one guy. I don't know if Rubio Rubin is that guy. If you disagree, tweet at us. Andrew Lord, defense was not good, plain and simple. This could have been a 2-2 draw easily. Bad luck around the goal on both ends, but ultimately the better team won. I agree with that, Andrew. Great take. He continues to say, scoreline aside, this wasn't a true whipping, though. RSL still a very good team right now. Wow. Andrew, that's super positive, dude. I, I like you. I know that you wake up and you hop out of bed and you just make every single day the best day ever. So, let's continue with these. Dr. Cheese McDickamus. God, dude. You guys, Twitter Twitter needs to do like a verification system. I know they're doing it with like Twitter Blue right now where you have to like send. Well, actually, that's Instagram. Twitter Blue should take IDs and verify everybody in the sense that you can't just create these accounts like Dr. Cheese McDickamus and have a fake photo and like no one knows who who you are. Let's just see if he keeps this cordial. Uh, the, the name was just kind of ridiculous. All right. Dr. Cheese McDickamus says, this is the first game I honestly think Mastroni failed. The team did not seem prepared, wrong squad on the field, and it was too late by half to fix the problems. 
Luna was baffled. Beavers didn't have the experience or leadership to adjust. Pubio was utterly himself Pubio. Dr. Cheese, I appreciate the take. We're going to save that. And we're going to break that down when we go more in-depth, hopefully, after we beat Leon. Okay, we're just throwing those vibes out there. Uh, Jaden Sylvester says, Isn't RSL through to the knockout round then? If Seattle beats Monterey, they are both tied at three points. Head-to-head is is the first tiebreaker, and RSL beats Seattle. We won't get into that. It was very confusing. These tournaments are so confusing in the beginning. Um, I think that if the if we would have stayed... If if Seattle would have gone like a 3-0, then we would have been eliminated. And if it's a 3-3, then it would go to fair play and the teams would advance by card accumulation. I don't know. It's out there somewhere, Jaden. I should know. Good call out, dude. But fact of the matter is, is we got through and who the hell cares? But in, to your defense, you tweeted this a few days ago. Brandon also asks, what scenario does RSL not advance? I believe it would have been, like I said, Seattle 3-0. Bart says, if it were against anyone except the number one ranked team in North America, we probably would have won or at least tied. An unlucky night. Barticus J. Great take, dude. You're doing amazing things with that take, yes. Wholeheartedly agree. So in a few moments... We're going to hear from Pablo Mastroeni, and just to kind of warm you guys up to what he's talking about, let me give you the bullet points. Um, so, Pablo comments on the loss to Monterey, and then he also breaks down the choice in starting Gavin Beavers, and then he's later asked about tactical changes after going into the second half, and there's some really good quotes in there, and uh, like we've said on this show many times... Pablo's doing a great job. Uh, Pablo is is and has rallied the team for a long time. This Monterey result didn't go the way it was. But like Bardicus just said, had it been any other team except for the number one ranked in North America, I think things would have gone differently. Um, two more things. Uh, the first one, we're going to address uh, Cheeky. I think that's how you say your last name, dude. Cheeky. I'm so sorry if that's wrong. Uh, Cheeky is like our Tom Bogart of Real Salt Lake leaks and Real Salt Lake news. Uh, He has no shame, meaning that if he hears something and he wants to share it, he's ultimately pretty confident about it uh, because he is unlike any other. He's actually talking uh, to a, a vast majority of the Hispanic Latino players and other players from other descents. Okay, we can't narrow this down. Don't want to narrow it down. So uh, Cheeky took to Twitter and said that there is a young prospect within Real Salt Lake who is currently on the roster who may have a future or plans to go play in Ireland. Um, I'm sure there's more specifics that he might may have outlined on Twitter. Uh, like any news media source, you always want to hear this kind of news coming from two credible sources. Right now, Cheeky's one. Uh, we haven't reached out to the club or anybody at the club to comment about it, uh, but it does sound like a younger player 
maybe headed to Ireland, and you guys can speculate. I don't know if I'm ready to jump on that train on the train quite yet and say, hey, yes, 100% it's this person, uh, because right now it's kind of hearsay, but it's Cheeky. Cheeky has stuff. He's got, I don't know, he, that guy, he's got a way of pulling information. He's a trusted one in the Real Salt Lake community, and he does great things for the community, especially soccer community. Um, if you ever see that guy in person, tell him you love him, give him a big hug, and uh, then ask him who this player is. I'm sure he'll fold under pressure. Okay. Uh, secondly, we want to congratulate Alex Napolis, our RSL show intern who joined us just a little over a year ago. And yes, I scouted him from the El Show Real or El Show RSL. He was doing Spanish content for Real Salt Lake, not for direct. You know what I mean. But I remember hearing him, was very impressed by him, uh, reached out to him on Twitter, called him up and said, hey, dude, uh, we'd love to have you on the RSL show. Um, and he had such a good attitude and he was so stoked and we ultimately talked. I asked him, I said, what do you want to do? Like, where do you hope this takes you? And without blinking, he was like, dude, I want to do sports commentating. That's my dream. I want to work in sports. Um, preferably if I could do it with a company like KSL, uh, that's where I want to go. So we took him to the KSL sports studio we introduced him to everybody down there. Um, people there were kind of asking him to, hey, what do you want to do? And the kid, without blinking or without hesitating, would tell, he would like speak his dreams, right? It didn't matter who you were. Uh, I remember he was talking to Jeremiah uh, Jensen, the sports anchor. Within minutes, they met and Jeremiah asked Alex, hey, dude, what do you want to do? And he said, I want your job. I want to be working in sports. I want to be commentating. And all I'm going to say is that if you do have a dream and if you want to go for something, the more out loud that you talk about your dreams and your goals, the more likely they are to become true. Why? Because you're letting people around you know, and you never know who is going to be able to network you with the proper people with the right people. He said this to Jeremiah and literally that next day, Alex was on a phone call speaking with somebody else at KSL. And then he got to go commentate games and then they liked him and then they invited him back. And it was like, Oh, you do soccer commentating. Do you do football commentating? Hey, do you do any other sports commentating? Hey, can you do it this weekend? Hey, are you available next month? And now, our boy is going to be a producer on KSL Sports Zone for the freaking radio. Guys, I cannot, uh, I cannot express how proud I am of Alex Napolis' determination and how hard he works and how easy he has made this podcast in the last year. He's going to be such a great addition to KSL Sports. He is a great addition to the show. He has landed so many interviews, like the Chicho Arango interview that we recorded and did video for. That was nothing that we arranged. Alex literally texted us and said, hey, I spoke to the club. I've got Chicho. 
uh, can we get cameras out there? And that's the kind of initiative that's going to make you successful. So if there's a dream out there that you want to accomplish, that you that you want to achieve, put in the work, start networking, but more importantly, speak out your dreams. Alex, I got to shout you out, dude. You're killing it, bro. So, so happy for you. So, so proud of you. And uh, everybody who's listening, if you guys are fans of the RSL show, please take the time. Go to his Instagram. Go to his Twitter. Congratulate the kid. He is 23 years old. He is making his dreams come true. And we're so damn happy for him. And we're so happy that he's doing it with KSL Sports. He's going to learn so much. He's going to grow so much. And he's going to be mentored by some of the best in the business. So, Alex shout out with that we'll wrap it up we'll leave you with pablo mastro inis uh, uh commentary post-match commentary if you guys love the rsl show check us out we're on youtube rsl show we're on ig on twitter at rsl show interact with us let us know what's up give us feedback on the show if you like the show let us know if you hate it if you think we suck please let us know we love you guys too and with that we'll let you guys go take it easy have a great week and We'll see you Friday, and we'll be back after Friday with commentary on Real Salt Lake versus Leon. Um, no, I thought the run of play was actually good tonight. I thought, generally speaking, I thought we created some really good opportunities. I thought, for large parts of the games, we defended really well. Um, every game is its own event. I thought tonight uh, they were killers in front of goal. I, I think we slipped up on two plays two similar plays in the first half um, and, and goals change games you know and I think even even at 2-0 I think we I think we had like five just thinking in my head five big chances um, to get on the score score sheet so um, you know the result um, wasn't wasn't good I thought the performance was good and I think again uh, hit the crossbar I mean you saw the game. We created some really good opportunities. And if you don't take advantage of those opportunities against a big team like Monterey, you're going to find yourself in, in the situation we found ourselves in today. I think, again, I think um, the hardest thing to do when you're in a good run of form is stay dialed into the little moments. And, and again, um, they were sharp in the counter. They were bright. Their, their, their movements were really sharp. Um, and, and I think for us, it's, it's just looking at the film and, 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 and again, there's been there's been some tough moments in the run, um, but we always found a way back. I think we're, we'll 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 look at the game in its entirety. Um, but again, I think we did well in the game. Um, but moments cost us today, and and in front of goal it cost us, um, and against our own goal. So, um, but but I also think it's also uh, you know. Uh, it, it stops your world a little bit. You're in a good run of form. There, you're super confident, and, and you run into a, a three-nil defeat. Um, and obviously, there's there's going to be reflection, which I think is important um, in the process. Um, and so, um, obviously, we, we didn't do enough tonight. But but there isn't a whole lot that we need to do differently. We just have to make plays. Um, we we just have to be sh- we just have to be alert. I, I think when you play against top teams. Um, you could be great for ninety nine for ninety plus minutes, and it's just really one play that where you fall asleep. Um, and 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 today on, on on two of those plays, I think we could have done much better with. Um, 
but but again, I think there's always something to fix. There's always something to improve on. Um, it, there's it's never perfect, um, and I think this comes at a good time where we can we can take a couple of days off and 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 get away, but come back and have a purpose of our work moving forward to make sure that we tidy up these areas. Yeah, I, I think again, I, I think the the speed of the game and the decision making has to improve at every level in order to be competent at that level. I think he's done a really good job this year uh, coming into games and in difficult places to play, Austin, St. Louis, um, and, he, and he's held his own. I think against these guys, um, it's another level up, you know, and I think, you know, for the most part, he, he, he did a good job. And, and again, I think with Gavin, it's, it's more, it's, it, you know, he's, this is his first year he's playing games at, at this level. And so to be, to confront a team like Monterey, um, and, and he came up with a couple big saves tonight. Um, so um, I think, again, it's a process for Gavin, but uh, he's, been, he's been doing great. Um, and, you know, just, just proud of his mentality because, again, his first game was against Columbus where we took four, um, and he quickly bounced back. And so that's, that, for me, is, is a great sign of a young man that has um, lasting potential as a, as a top pro. Um, I think it's two parts. I, I, again, I think tactic, from an offensive standpoint, um, you want to throw more caution to the wind because you want to get back in the game. And so that's obviously going to open you up. Um, I, I think we had a good start to both halves. Um, but again, when you don't score goals, it puts more pressure on the defense because they have a lot more space to cover because we're taking risk and leaving Chicho and, and Rubio or Anderson a little bit higher. Um, but that's why managing the first goal, managing the moments of the game are really, really important. And the team that always scores first always has the upper hand. Um, and, and tonight they did a good job of, again, uh, the, the young goal I, I think was a bit fortuitous, um, but it still counts and we still have to find our way through. Um, I, I think this, even after the second goal, I felt like there was moments where, uh, you know, we created some, some, some good looks at goal. Again, at the end of the day, the game is about scoring goals and, and, and conceding less. Um, and tonight we can do that. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor, Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation. 
Care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great.